Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. This time, this was 2017. Now, you can go your own way. Go your own way. Is everybody done? Never done. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Now, this time, standing on the High Court of Judge, looking down on 2017, with me is Luke. Hello. Mike. Objection. And the man from La Mancha, Craig. A man from where? La Mancha. Where the hell's La Mancha? In Spain. Oh. You know, Don Quixote. Hola. Oh, wow. Boy, Craig, you can just slip in and out of character, can't you? That's great. (laughs) Okay, so this is a bit of a sequel to our, you know, mid-year review. And we will be bringing up some of the things that we said on that podcast that may or may not have been lies or dirty secrets, you know, that kind of thing. But gentlemen, 2017, it's been a bang up year. Yes, it has, Day. Uh, thank you, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> I do that on purpose, though. It's great. <laughs> so, just broadly here, no, don't go into detail or anything, but have you guys been enjoying 2017, game-wise? Because life isn't important. Yeah, yeah. It's been one, one of the best years of the past wee while, at least the past year. Anybody else want to <laughs> jump in on that? It's been all right. Just all right? Not, not, no, not it's, fantastic it's been a, for you? It's been amazing. Yeah, it's been a really good year. Yeah, it's, it's built off a strong 2016 and continued the legacy, but probably put more Game of the Year contenders out there than I would like to have choices from. So, yeah, yeah that, behind the scenes, we were all making lists of our best of the year, and we were all kind of, eh, should it be this? Should it be that? I don't know, but. This is it, the final judgment. Let's start with something we all did on the last podcast. Your worst company back six months ago, I said Ubisoft. Luke, you said Bioware. Mike, you said 2K. And Craig, you said Stainless because they matter. So, (sighs) gentlemen, has your opinions changed? No. If anything, I am now confirmed that EA are the worst company in the world. Well, you said Bioware. I said so, Bioware and uh, perhaps EA, whoever uh, delivered. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll let it slip. I'll let it slide, yeah. all right. Um, so, yeah, I still... EA suck. Yeah, um, um, EA has recently made some baffling choices, but hey, uh, maybe they're going through a rebellious teenage phase here and we just need to let them do their thing. <laughs> uh, personally, I still think Ubisoft is of the devil except for their one redeeming game this year <laughs> for uh, honor Mike. yeah yeah oh. for honor I think is the only good one I think they're happy staying on the list um, the biggest problem they've had was that I actually brought my brother a game this year uh, NBA 2K18 and from what I believe it tries to make you spend a lot of money straight away, otherwise it sets you up for a very hard game to play. Uh, he's unaware of this, and he's sort <laughs> of enjoying it. But 
But it made me feel a bit shitty. Well, it it didn't make me in the highest of spirits when when I had to buy him this game, knowing that it had such such a you know microtransactions involved. Was two K was NBA two K eighteen? Was that the one with Spike Lee did the story mode, or was that seventeen? It changed each year. I mean, it's been, it's been it really? all sorts of people. Yeah, I think yeah. there's probably been a Martin Scorsese directed one by this point. Let, let me know oh, when they sure. get Guy Ritchie. That'll be a really <laughs> interesting one. So uh, if, if you haven't heard the last one or even some of the other ones we've done like this, we generally have a bunch of kind of just thrown together categories that we like to talk about. And the first one I'm going to throw out, gentlemen, is your favorite companies. Has that changed at all? Yes, mine has changed. Oh, Ooh. all right. Um, so yeah, last time I said from software, and I just finished Dark Souls three, and it was a way to start Bloodborne, uh, Bloodborne, not Bloodborne three. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I didn't get very far in Bloodborne. Super stressful, and I've decided to leave it until I've got some time off work. So I'm going to change my choice. Uh, to Sega just because they are absolutely killing it Sonic Mania was amazing Yakuza, Poyo Poyo sorry for stealing your answer Mike I'm not sorry <laughs> yeah yeah because I believe yeah, Mike said Sega um, uh, during the half year update yeah so Mike uh, are you still a Sega man? well Valkyria Chronicles didn't exactly go to plan with the revolution. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> but but they did bless us with great news towards the end of the year that yeah, there is a Valkyria Chronicles four now. So you know all uh, swings and roundabouts, etc. But I, I don't know. Um, I, there hasn't been as much throughout the rest of the year. I mean, there's a lot of stuff about what Yakuza games are coming and things, but I'm sort of. Uh, I'm edging towards switching my allegiances to Nintendo, but I can't be sure. Oh. Yeah. I think then you realize you'll now have to play on a different half of the playground. <laughs> if you do that. Oh, so be it. So be it. I'm, I'm switching to the other side of the playground, right. but it's been fun with Sega. <laughs> with the cool kids. What about you, Craig? What did I say was my, my favorite? I've forgotten. Can't remember. I can't, at all can't what yeah i can't remember but um i've probably upgraded that because since then um i played horizon and i think like for only for of coming from killzone 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 to pull something like horizon out the bag then gorilla definitely deserves some sort of praise because it it was a massive feat of narrative design and storytelling that just came out of nowhere and surprised me most of all out of everything. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they managed to steal all that stuff <sighs> was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Craig, I had to stick it to you. I had to. <sighs> right. Alright, all right, so uh, so you're, you're back in the dark horse here. Alright, Gorilla, that's fine. Yep. That's personal taste. Uh, personally, I think it will come to no surprise to anybody that I'm going to say Capcom. Because yeah. this year has been an amazing Capcom year. Between Resi 7, Street Fighter 5, and Marvel vs. Capcom. And with the news of Monster Hunter coming and Mega Man coming, this has just been a great year to be a Capcom fan. And they're, like, hands down 
my most watched and excited for developer. I'm stealing this one off you next year, Dave, so don't get too cozy with that selection. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll see if we can get Capcom to slip us 10 bucks under the table. So doing this podcast, um, me and Craig mainly now, just because Luke and Mike have been busy, but we're working on kind of a half and half mixture of modern and retro. And during the six month podcast, we all pretty much said it's an equal blend of both. Has that changed at all? Have you guys found more fun going to your backlog or are you still trying to play games as they release? Because good luck to your wallet, if that's the case. Um, I've actually, I've made a move recently to playing more modern up-to-date games. So I've just started Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on the Wii U. <laughs> uh, and I'm finding it most enjoyable to play these modern newfangled games and the touch <laughs> controls. It's just unbelievable. How are you finding the touch controls? I mean, that, that I think that's going to spark new life into the video game industry. I, I've I've moved everything onto the screen controls so I can just use the <laughs> buttons. <laughs> so you're you're pretty much sitting in the I've been playing backlog. Oh god, yeah, yeah, year. very very much. So there's been a couple of newbies, new games popped up, but it's been backlogging all the way. Backlogging sounds like you know you need to take a poo, a really dirty <laughs> sexual. Yeah, move. yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Mike Luke? What about you guys? I'm I'm in a complete mix. Uh, I kind of I'm working through a backlog, but that backlog is quite recent, with very odd odd retro game here and there. It's a lot of the case of catching up with games, sort of from the end of 2016 through to now. Um, quite a lot. I'm playing a lot of games that came out near the start of the year, so it's a it's an odd one. But I'm piling up the newest releases and then just making myself a future backlog. So it's. It's not a good idea. And I don't know how to manage it properly, but there will be a way I'll, I'll get around it at some point. As as it stands, some of the games are getting a bit too long for me to even think of when I'm going to get them on the plate. And knowing my my lifestyle now, I don't. I might have to give up this game soon. Of trying to trying to play the latest games, but it's fun when I do get the chance. Yeah, there's still that nice rush you get when you play a game that just released. Hmm. For 15 minutes before you realise you've got another game that's been sat there <laughs> with a save game close to the end, and it's only going to take another 25 hours to finish. <laughs> only. Yeah, only. What about you, Luke? Um, I think on the last episode I said I was trying to work through a backlog in anticipation of buying a Switch. I never bought a Switch. <laughs> I never cleared the backlog. <laughs> um. And I was getting a little bit stressed out trying to keep up with all these games. So in the six months since, I've uh, stopped playing games so much. I've caught up with my anime list. I've tried to <laughs> learn guitar. <laughs> um, you weep. <laughs> I know, right? I bet. I've, the weird thing is, I normally only play one game until completion before I start another. But what I've ended up doing is starting like four or five really big RPGs and not finishing any of them since. <laughs> So uh, yeah, it's it's been a great tail end of the year. It's uh, effective. I'm a lot calmer, I think. No, no, that's that's just the inside of you dying. <laughs> I'm getting myself ready to game again. That's what it is. All right. Um, personally, myself, due to this year's this Operation sequel and all that, I am like 
both feet in the retro. I'll play a new game every now and again, like like even today, right before we were recording. I decided, hey, you know what? I should finally get through Wolfenstein 2. I recently replayed through old the New Order, Old Blood. Let's do 2. Got about another hour into it and went, you know, Gladius would be a lot of fun right now. And then I go back and play a GameCube game. So other than <laughs> like the ones I've really been looking forward to, I haven't played much new. Well, much. I mean, like more than 10 new games this year. So, guys, we're, we're, we're turning into dinosaurs. Pretty soon, we're going to be all, you know, complaining about how these newfangled games don't have anything on the emotion and the soul of PS2 games. Well, you mm. say we're turning into dinosaurs, <laughs> but one half of us now have invested in VR, and I am absolutely drawn in, but I'm totally sucked into the whole VR thing. Completely and utterly blown away by it. Uh, we, we will discuss the VR thing later, because, yeah, yeah, this is a big year for that. It is. And so, oh, on you go. God, no, no, it's no, fine. no, finish. No, I was you, changing the subject. No, you just, just change the subject. <laughs> All right, Craig, shut up. I'm changing the subject. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yeah, so the VR... You notice how I waited? I waited for your predictable joke, you asshole. I know. I know. You just got parried and backstabbed, bitch. <laughs> so out of all these games we played this year, what was the game that maybe you didn't think you would like, but you ended up really falling for? Like, you know, kind of a surprise hit? Oh. My surprise hit of the year was uh, Garden Warfare 2. That that was a big, like, mega, oh my goodness, I absolutely and utterly love this, because it came out, and I remember we said, oh, we've got the first one from PS Plus, so we downloaded that, played it for, what, 20 minutes or something like that, and we are like, let's get the new <laughs> one, we bought the second one. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and then just dove straight into it, and for something so silly, and fun, it's just, it's hilariously good. The mechanics are quite solid with it. It's got a, a wee bit of tower defense type stuff and some fairly meaty bosses to kill at certain points. So it's really, it's it's a solid game for being plants versus zombies. I didn't, I didn't expect it at all. It's brilliant. Well, plants versus zombies is always a solid game. But yeah, um, that did surprise us. We spent quite a chunk of time in there too, and we should spend more. Like, we haven't played that in a while. We, we should. got too many we games should. on the list. Yeah. What about um you guys? Yeah, sure. Um, I think my my big surprise hit of the year has been a, a Gran Turismo Sport. It's it's just a case that you know uh, reviews came out. It got hit quite harsh in everyone's eyes. It seems like it's just a, a seven out of ten. Uh, seven out of ten is not bad in the grand scheme of things, to be quite honest. But um. You know, I I played through it quite a lot, and it is like an evolution of you know GT Five Prologue, where you got just a limited amount of tracks and a limited amount of cars, uh, almost like a, a demo for sale, pretty much. But but this this time around, there's there's quite a lot going on, and if you narrow it down to just like two or three of the tracks and a couple of the decent cars. You've got enough there to turn it into a full, you know, like Sega Rally sort of experience. Like doing the uh, the Tokyo Night Races is is pretty much amazing. And when you when you've got the TV and the PS4 Pro to to uh, to to get that on the screen properly, seeing those seeing those lights in your eyes is sort of 
quite quite amazing. I mean, I, I don't know how you guys go about Gran Turismo, but there's something in the handling of that game that's still a bit sort of witchcrafty like like a like Sega Rally itself, which is you know um, Sega Rally's handling to today. It's still it's still a joy to play. There's something in Gran Turismo where they, they, they get it right to a similar level to Sega Rally. And uh, yeah, definitely, it's it's not a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, it's not the best game of the year either. But it is it is definitely a surprise how good it is. So yeah, well enjoyed. I personally don't know the, the love that people have for Sega Rally, but I like me some GT and it's definitely on my list. And with that glowing review, I have to pick it up. Don't fall into the assumption that it's a standard Gran Turismo, though. This is a lot more like the the PSP game, where you've got an arcade mode. I mean, I've heard that they've patched in something recently to bring more of a, a solo experience to it, like you know, a, what do they call it, like Clubman Cup and all those Sunday Sunday Cup, all the stupid named ones. But um, if you're looking at it for just how it came out at launch. You get you get quite a quite a beefy package to be honest. If you can if you can appreciate what it is, you know, a, a, a an elite demo, for want of a better word. Is there still a twenty four hour race? I haven't found it yet, but there could well be. Right. There are there are uh, oval tracks. All right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you can't have like two hundred color coded cars in a garage or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you can try. It's it's uh, yeah. You get basically there's there's actually a daily reward system whereby if you drive, I think it's something like it, it's probably an American metrics, but I'm gonna say it's 36 miles. If you drive 36 miles a day, you get um you get a new car. So oh. it, it can be pretty much anything. So these cars could be like you know a good two million credits in the game. It's a bit hard to come across the money, but knowing that you get a daily reward just for playing the game, uh, yeah, it keeps me coming back. So I'll see you on there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, surprisingly, one of my games that I think has surprised me is uh, Killing Floor Two. It, sorry, I had to remember the question there. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, Killing Floor Two. I think we we all picked it up, uh, or I dismissed it initially as like, oh, it's another PSP, PlayStation Plus um, freebie that's probably not going to be up to much. But it turned out to be a really really good game for us to play. Um, good one to just kind of chill out and chat to. Um, and the combat was pretty engaging. I thought it's a good game. Um, we put. I think probably 40 to 50 hours into it easy when it first came out. So uh, I got a lot more out of that game than I thought I was going to do. I ended up getting the platinum as well, which is pretty good. I think. Oh, you jerk. Oh, you jerk. Did you not get it? <laughs> I thought we got it together. I still, I, I have one level to go to get the platinum. <laughs> you, and you... we played that game so much. <laughs> I just need to close my eyes and soldier on, man. That's all I need. You did start a new character two levels away from the trophy, though. So. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, myself, the kind of along the same lines as Mike, a game that kind of got bashed in a bit by the press was Evil Within, and I was really surprised by how much I liked that. I mean, it's Evil kind of 
yeah, yeah. Enough to buy the sequel anyway. Oh. What sort and, of game um, is that? I, Evil, it's kind of like Resident Evil 4. Think like the shooting mechanics of Resident Evil 4. Okay. With a little bit of stealth thrown in, a little bit of story that really doesn't make sense if you stop and think about it. But is the it gameplay itself, like, uh, no, no, no. It's Shinji Mikami, which rhymes with Konami. So <laughs> I can sort of understand that. Yeah, it, it, it's the guy who made, you know, Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 2 and uh, all those. Okay, kind okay. Of made his own. But yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. Mike, have you played it? I've completed it. What did you think? Uh, I don't <laughs> know if I'm as keen as you are. Uh, <laughs> no, because, yeah. Oh, God. I, f- I found I found funny things like animation locking and sort of uh, awkwardness to it. I, I didn't like the level designs. Uh, there were a few cool bits. I liked there was one bit where you were in longer, like a Spanish looking castle, and you get the sunset in the distance and things. And you thought, well, this has completely changed changed scene very quickly. And there was a lot of cool cool stuff going on in the story. I remember the final bosses and things, but um. I don't know. I think I think it, it's it was at that point where Resident Evil Four itself felt a bit bit sort of long in the tooth by that point. So. Yeah, it does. I'll give you that. Mm. But by the way, uh, listener, you might not be aware of this, but pretty soon we're we might record it, we might not. We're gonna have a talk with Mike about sunsets because <laughs> even recently we were playing Monster Hunter Beta for World. And we're all stabbing the crap out of a Baroth, and Mike's just, oh, oh, that sunset. Look at that sunset. I don't know what it is, but we do have to talk about this, Mike. Um, yeah, I, you're like this third or fourth friend who played it and was like, eh, it's okay. It's kind of fun. Uh, I don't know why I clicked with it so much, but I, I really enjoyed it. So that's my surprise of the year. Not that it, you know, came out this year or anything. But yeah, I, I picked up the sequel and I'm looking forward to playing it, you know, when it's a particularly spooky night. So, what's a game that you guys wish you had spent more time in this year? I wish I had spent more time. I was going to sing there and then I thought, no, this is not a musical, <laughs> Craig. You can't sing. Um, I wish We I'd haven't spent... run out of enough ideas to do musical episodes yet. I know. I wish I had spent more time. Luke very kindly gave me Dark Souls 3 and I spent maybe an hour with it and I was in a particularly foul mood, I suppose, and I wasn't quite in the frame of mind of it and I just wrote it off completely and gave him it back and I was like, Dark Souls. But actually, <laughs> I've come down now. Wow. Um, I know, I know. That's exactly how it, it was in a public place as well. I just threw it up and I was like, nee, nee, nee. Um, <laughs> hang on, let, let me give this side of the story. So I gave Craig Dark Souls and he gave it back and was like, This is the worst game I've ever played and I'm so disappointed with it. But like, super happy. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't say it was the worst game I ever played. I just said it wasn't for me. But I've since realized that it might be. So I'm going to play it again. Well, I will reacquire it from the um amazon or something like that and i'll I'll play it over christmas otherwise known as luke no 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 because he's <laughs> playing it again as well you guys should co-op it again so craig you buy it and then co-op for the game oh that's a good idea we should do that's that that's actually a good idea Jeez, dave you've had a good idea okay and then Hang if on. you need more help me Scratch and michael that. show up scratch that my surprise of the year 
wasn't Plants vs. <laughs> Zombies. It's Dave having a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah, so Dark Souls is, is back on the cards. And now that you've put that thought in my mind, I want it. All right. Um, my, myself, for this one, um, actually, I kind of wish I spent more time in two specific games. Uh, one is Everybody's Golf. Like, I really need to just knuckle down and play me some golf because that game is fantastic. And two would be uh, Tokadin 2. I bought it. I blitzed through it. But I, you know when you kind of play a game just to finish it so you can put it back on the shelf and be like, all right, it's done. I don't have to look at it. I kind of did that with Tokadin 2, and I wish I would have took more time and actually enjoyed more of it. So that that's the game I really wish. I'm with you on everybody's golf. Apart from the fact that it does get a wee bit, see to unlock those courses, it just feels like there's just a couple of rounds of golf too much to unlock a new course. And I yeah, think, that's why I'm doing it like piecemeal. Yeah, it's. I think you're one course ahead of me now, but it's fantastic co-op. Like, see, just jumping in oh, yeah. and, and jumping in a golf buggy and having an impromptu race to the first hole and then just having a laugh with golf. It's a fantastic game. We need to play that more. Along with everything else, we need to play more. Uh, what's not a laugh, if you are a golf enthusiast, is when you finally finish your round seeing all those Japanese names that are above yours. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible watching some of these people play. They've obviously leveled up so much that they can hit like a par five and one. And we're just like playing up and folk are running up to you and dancing in front of you. And you're just like, yeah, 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 rub it in. Well, just just to prove my point, I have I have installed the disc of Everybody's Golf. I have patched it and I've played it for five five minutes. So that's just one of the many games that I've not put enough time into. <laughs> yeah, you need but, to play with me and Craig, Mike. I, I definitely will. I definitely will. Um, but the... I, I really thought, when you first asked this question, I thought, well, this is going to be the two big ones. The two big ones that I said I was going to complete for this this podcast. But I'm going to have to push them to the side for now and say that um, I, I really wish I'd spent more time with Titanfall 2 and Street Fighter 5. Oh my gosh, Titanfall 2, man. Titanfall 2 makes them. its third appearance on these, these titles. <laughs> I think it's been on every single one so far. And <laughs> now that I've got a PS4 Pro, I want I just want to keep playing it. I just want to keep playing the game. I've still not played the very last few few maps which were added to it. Um, but Street Fighter 5 itself, that's a game that I bought with good intentions of playing every single week. And it just... It, it's not that it dropped off, it's just that when you buy a special edition of a game, you might get it in a slipcase and a steel steel book, which means it's hard to get access to the disc. And you may even be tempted to buy a digital <laughs> copy on the cheap just to avoid <laughs> avoid being lazy and getting on with the game. <laughs> but I, what is I do, wrong with I, you? <laughs> no, I, I am going to watch it. I'm going to continue playing it, especially with Arcade Edition coming in. And possibly Luke, Luke jumping back on to get battered so he can sell his copy on at a reasonable price. To a, I'm going to record these matches, Mike. I'm going to record them and stick them <laughs> off on the internet. Well, I'm going to I'm going to be less lazy and I'm going to train up to to perfect you at least once, maybe twice, maybe twice. I'm I'm totally looking forward to matches then because uh, yeah, it'll be you. great. Craig, you should jump <laughs> on board on this. I'll think about it. <sighs> I like that little bit of silence before he was like, yeah, all right, here's obligatory response. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll see what I'm doing that day. But um, all right. So this is a conversation that kind of will shunt out Craig a little bit. I'm sorry, buddy, but it's important to me, and I'm the host. So uh, go away. This has been a monumentous year for fighting games. Like there have been so many good fighting games that have come out. And at least me, Luke, and Mike were kind of fighting game guys. So what would you guys put as your fighting game this year of like, this is amazing? I've only played a couple this year, to be honest. Um, what, Street Fighter Five? Uh, God, let me think. Fighting Layer EX demo, if that counts. All right, yeah, that um, counts. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't even remember what the other one was. Oh no, actually, yeah, um, I did. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. This year, I played <laughs> Blaz Blue Central Fiction. I also played Guilty Gear Exard Revelator. <laughs> um, I think we we even played Smash Brothers, man. But oh, we did. We played some Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. We, we, we played some Darkstalkers. We played. We played a bunch of stuff. Oh, so easy to forget these things. And, and yeah, I grabbed a Garu Mark of the Wolves and gave that a, a bash. And oh, I know you're really? not gonna I know you're not gonna like me for playing it, Dave, but I did actually enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, what was that, Kim? I'll give it a thumbs up. Uh it, it's uh Garu Mark of the Wolves. It's a Fatal Fury. okay. Yeah, it's their it's version of Street Fighter Three in a way. Is it good? And um yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. If you like if SNK say, games, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, better than SNK well. games, I'd say. Uh, Mike. I'm not a big um, SNK guy. And what are you going to say mm. when Capcom knocks on your door and goes, let's take a look at your recently played library. <laughs> and I'll there's say, Garu Mark of the Wolves. I'll say, I, you're not having my Xbox game attack because that's the platform <laughs> I played it on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> now please resubscribe me to ResidentEvil.net. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so many emails from that place. So uh, many. Uh, uh, Luke, what about you? Has this been a big fighting game year for you? Uh, in the amount of time that I've spent gaming this year, I have done a lot of time with fighting games, um, but not many of the big ones that I know you're going to list. So I have a big list of games I want to buy um, that I'm hoping I'll maybe get to play a couple of them over the Christmas period. But... Um, yeah, Injustice 2 and uh, Naruto Shippuden 4 have been really good. I actually ended up selling Injustice on so I could play other games because I felt like I was putting too much time into it in comparison to what was on the market. I felt like I had to put some more time into other things, but I really want to go back to it. Um, I think that's maybe one of my favorite fighting games of all time. It's Oh, wow, really? It's it's amazing. Like um, Just the characters, especially kind of pull me in so um i'd be really up for some multiplayer of that if anybody's keen if they're gonna pick it up and if you haven't i'd that's, really really recommend it that's kind of the last fighting game i have to buy this year and yeah. it's, it's on my list so i'm totally down to playing when i get it i'll, I'll but, make a deal with you what? you buy injustice i'll buy attacking uh, and then i'll buy right, justice right, again <laughs> totally a deal totally a deal so uh yeah as luke just mentioned i spent a lot of time with tekken Street Fighter Five, King of Fighters fourteen, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Guilty Boom. Gear Xard. Yeah, we're gonna talk later. Um, <laughs> there, I I 
was practically drowning in fighting games like any more and it would start to feel like the early 90s again and that's always a good thing except for those acid wash jeans and really really hipster people so it was very hard for me to to pick a game this year that was like this this is my fighting game this year but i think i'm gonna have to say tekken 7 it kind of punches street fighter 5 in the mouth and says give me your lunch money it is an insanely good fighting game. And it's, it's, I almost want to say it is the true first next generation fighting game. Just because all those little things that we wanted in Street Fighter, it does. Like even something as simple as when you finish a match, you can rematch right away. It's just not a problem. No going back to menus, none of that. Just bam, you're right back in a fight with somebody. And it's got an arcade mode, right? It has an arcade mode. It has a story mode. If you're interested in detangling the Tekken mythos, yeah, it, it, it's and more importantly, for the low, low price of thirteen dollars, which I highly recommend, it has Tekken Bowl, and that is the clincher this year. Whichever game had a bowling mode, that was going to be the fighting game of the year. But um, yeah, and and as you can tell with Luke's little boo, um. I'm actually very surprised by how good Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is. I know it's not the prettiest looking game, but that gameplay, it is very much toned down from the absolute chaos that was Marvel vs. Capcom 3 to where it feels more, I don't want to say controlled, but if you sort of know what I mean, you're not going to get lost with having six characters on the screen like you did with Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And they do a lot to help incorporate beginners. Like, if you can do enough in terms of the beginner assist to where the two kids that I'm playing the game with aren't getting smashed, they're actually putting up a good fight, I count that as a win. That is great. So, yeah, um, while I think Marvel's Capcom Infinite is good, Tekken 7 is still top dog. Is Marvel vs. Capcom the one that looks like a mobile game? <laughs> Greg, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Unless how there's Berserker look? Barrage, I'm not interested. <laughs> Berserker Barrage. Oh. Come how, on, everybody the mother than likes the Wolverine. Monster okay, oh. Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Monster Hunter and Marvel vs. Capcom is very cool. Um, it It's kind. It's weird to say, but kind of stays true to Monster Hunter. Like, if you're going to pull out the greatsword, it hits really hard, but you're going to wind up for quite a while. And if oh, you wow. want something quick, you can pull out the, um, the dual blade moves. And it's not like you're choosing weapons. It's just each move is a certain weapon. Like you could pull out the bow from long screen. You know, it's very cool. Venom, other than his voice being a little weird, like the, you know, it's not the same voice as Marvel's Capcom Two, but um, the gameplay is still great with Venom. Like he has still has all the same moves, and they look really cool. Uh, I don't really, is it, you know, is it Tom Hardy? Much. Does Tom Hardy give the voice? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the Marvel side really doesn't do much for me other than Spider-Man and Venom. Like everybody else is, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, whatevs. But yeah, I like it. Anyway, moving on. Let's, let's move on. So <laughs> jumping off of the back of Luke's boo, what's your disappointment this year? Oh, Dishonored 2, because it was a, another one of Craig's shitty choices of <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> Last time no, was bloody days. Days. No, I'm kidding. I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. Take, take that one off. No, it was also Dishonored 2. And it, was, it was absolutely oh, terrible. 
no, no, it was all right. It was all right. No, uh, I forgot. I'll have to make one. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? What just uh, happened? I just wanted to throw, throw a curveball. It worked. Put on me this, Batman. <laughs> uh, I've got one. Go find it then. Uh, now, what, what? Before you go, before you go, uh, state what your your six month one was, if you remember. I believe yours was Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, it still is Mass Effect Andromeda, and it's even more gutting now that um, the game was released in such a mess. It needed a little bit more time in development to make a good game out of it, and it was released in a mess. It got critically hammered, I think. And they've kind of, I think Bioware have said there won't be any more Mass Effect games for a while, if ever again, which is an absolutely gutting thought. So, boo! I'm really disappointed. It was a good game, it just it wasn't a great game. I'm, so I'm with you there. Um, after playing all three Mass Effects and then playing a little bit of Andromeda, I was like, all of a sudden I'm Mass Effect out. No, wait, hang on, Dave, hang on, that? that's not what happened. So Dave bought Mass Effect Andromeda, and then he started playing it, and thought, <laughs> actually, it'd be good if I played them all again to begin with, so I understand what's going on. So he started playing Mass Effect 1, you know, that's quite a long game, and halfway through, he decided, I'm going to get the Platinum, so that's, what, three or four playthroughs of that game? And then he did the same with 2, and then he did the same with 3, <laughs> and then he played Andromeda. <laughs> the guy's a madman. <laughs> Well, I mean, because at the end, when I was getting the last trophy for Mass Effect 3, I was still just more Mass Effect. I am going to bone female Garrus so hard. And then after playing it for like two, three hours, it was just, ugh. And I haven't picked it up since. You didn't which, finish I mean, it? I'm going to have to. No, no. I, I just, like that, uh, what's her name? Starts with a P, the really annoying girl. Peebo? Uh, Peewee or something? Yeah, yeah. Phoebe? <laughs> yeah, it, I I was like 25 minutes dealing with her and I was like, yeah, no, I, I can't I can't do this. Uh, yeah. I mean, she was even worse than the woman in Dragon Age Inquisition. Bioware's quirky uh, kind of female character. Huh. Yeah, the uh. rogue. Uh, what's her name again? Yeah, the elf. Can't remember her name in Dragon Age Inquisition, but she was incredibly annoying. <laughs> You, you should finish Andromeda. It does do some cool things. It's just not. Yeah, no, I really want to. Like, if I, I want to platinum it because then I can, you know, platinum the whole series. But it's gonna be a little bit of a cooldown process. Yeah, it's a difficult platinum. I think it's really easy to miss. I missed it. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> I, Craig, Craig or Mike, what's your uh, disappointment? Um, my disappointment uh, lasted. Oh. Mike, you go first. Yeah, Greg, you go first. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> uh, my disappointment last time was Carmageddon. And I think at the time as well, I was also pretty bummed by Lego Worlds. And I think since then, like, I've calmed down on Carmageddon because it was a good game back in the day. And yeah, I didn't take to it, but whatever. But Lego Worlds has now taken the trophy of the most disappointing game I've probably ever played. Even though you know, it, it's it kind of looked nice enough and stuff like that it was just, oh, it was dreadful. 
It was a dreadful time. Did not heal any wounds. No, not not with that. And it's I still see it every so often in my trophy list when I'm looking through it. And Emily asked about it again because we're we've been playing through Lego Jurassic World and all the Lego games. She keeps on saying, "Can we go back and try and unlock more worlds?" And I'm like, "No, no, I cannot do that." No. <laughs> It was. Did I go to bed without dinner? It was a worse mechanic than No Man's Sky built into a Lego world of nonsense and piffle. It was just. Oh, Speaking oh. of, it is. We're recording this in December 2017. Has anybody mentioned No Man's Sky? I really. I quite liked it. We spoke about this, what, a year ago now? Or Don't we have a yeah, very quick, up, quick show of hands? No. Uh, go for the third game in the tr- in your collection in front of you and tell me if it's better than No Man's Sky. Or oh yeah, I remember that one. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Street Fighter Five beats up. it. Yeah. Street, Street Fighter Five beats it. So um, I'm, I'm I'm set here. No need to mine's mention. Wolfenstein Two. Okay. Hang on. I'm I'm looking at my library. Do I just go to the third game along? Cause no, 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 on your day. on your XMB, like oh. the third game. Oh, right, uh, hang on. Yeah, but isn't that going to be a game that you've just played? Yeah, but that, that's that's the thing. <laughs> Anything you, what? the randomness of the third game is still better than No Man's Sky. Uh, it was nearly Fortnite, but it's actually Sonic Mania. Fortnite is a terrible game. Sonic Mania is a brilliant game. Would you rather so, play okay. Fortnite than No Man's Sky? No, I'd rather play No Man's Sky. <laughs> oh my word. Oh, we've broken it. Wow. We've broken it. We've broken the theory. Oh. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. My third game along is in my. Because uh, everything's in folders and my stupid thing. It's Skyrim VR is the third game along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a debatable. That's yeah. a hard choice to make. But... It's better Zelda than Zelda. <sighs> <laughs> no, that is the one game I have in my collection that is not a better Zelda than Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay. so uh, Michael, which of Craig's games are you going to say is your most disappointing? <sighs> which of Craig's games? I don't like his Alex kid for a start. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe last time I chose uh, Mad- Madus Maxus, as I had stated it then, and Alex kid in Miracle World, oddly. Um, this time around, it's a toss-up. One of these is a safe bet for most disappointing. The other one is one which, in context, is most disappointing. So, I think Root Letter was arguably the worst game I've played for the second half of this year. Um, it wasn't absolutely terrible, but it, it was just an absolutely average game. And you know, when you play visual novels, you never realise how much, you know, cream of the crop goes into what gets localised for Europe. You get you get the absolute best of, of what they're making by the by the looks of it. And this was one which seemed to slip through the net. It's just a purely average visual novel. Um, and, you know, it's gone back in its box. It'll probably stay there forever now. <laughs> But but the one the one that really did disappoint me the most, and I've not really mentioned it before, was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, which I thought, you know, it's it starts off well, it's it's great towards the end. Uh, there's a lot of plot development, but there's a huge gap of about thirty five forty hours that I played it, where there was literally not much point to why I was playing it. There was nothing really going on, 
It was just sort of cookie cutter missions. Or say between sort of chapter three and chapter nine, there's there's roughly about twelve, thirteen chapters in the game, if I remember right. And it's just the middle of it's just complete filler. It's just a, a filler block of four thirty five, forty hours, which somehow I managed to get through. And I don't know if it's because it feels more like World of Warcraft where you're sort of grinding quite happily, but there just wasn't enough substance there, especially if you played the first one. The first one really, um, you know, it feels quite special. This one, it just didn't feel as special. And as a result, it's it's not a bad game by any stretch, but it is a disappointment. So hopefully, I, 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 I can deal with that. Play Chronicles 2. Um, I'll see how that, how that matches up in the future. Yeah. And your second one? Uh... Oh, can I not you said you had that? one in context and one out of context. Well, no, the one in the one in in context was the was Cena by Chronicles because I mean, it's, oh, it's okay, of, it was a disappointment, but I'd hyped it up quite a lot more than it was. Root letter is just a bit of a disappointment, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, for myself, uh, and this is no disparaging upon the person who chose it, but I was really disappointed going back and playing Darksiders again. Like, in in my mind, I had that um, I had that game much better in memory than I did in reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like I, I, can I see remember that. having more fun with that than I did. But you also have played like twelve Zelda games this year. <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> and again, it's, it's kind of like Michael Xenoblade. It's not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. It was just kind of oh, I thought I was going to enjoy this more. And it's probably tainted a bit by Luke choosing it because games that you cherish always get destroyed when Luke touches them. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, I really, I really enjoyed Dark Siders. That was the first time I'd ever played it, and as I said in the episode, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. I wonder maybe if it's then it's a it's a one and done. Yeah. You know, you play it once, you put it down. Uh, maybe it was just going back through it. But um, the the perfect segue here. So, gentlemen, uh, you can give your your favorite and your worst. I think I have an idea what your favorite's gonna be. But what was since we've been doing this for a year? What was your favorite game you played for the podcast and the worst game you've played for the podcast? Oh. Oh. I shouldn't say worst. But I should say least favorite because they're not mm. necessarily bad games. Mm. I'll, I'll start us Fuckers off and give you guys time to think. Yoshi again. <laughs> <laughs> the thought had crossed my mind, but I knew I wasn't going to like Yoshi's Island going into it, so I can't really count that. Um, as for the best game I've played for the podcast, I am very tempted to toot my own horn and say Wild Guns, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say Yakuza 0. That would also like, be my choice for the best. We'll playing play that it. just reawakened everything I loved about the Yakuza series. Yeah, I hate to cop out, but I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that leaves me as the sole Wildgun supporter. And I did I did finally pick up Wildguns Reloaded on the uh, PS4. So, uh, man of my word, and I, I stuck to it. And it's great. It's still great. Hey, good man! Now, we all vowed to pick up Yakuza Kiwami. Who picked it up? No one. <laughs> I picked it up. No. I am a man of my word. Oh, I, didn't I got the nice steelbook. 
I, I said that I'd already completed it in the past when it first came, got localized. So I'm, I'm happy. I was happy sitting it out. Okay. All right. I, I'll give you a pass on this one, Mike. But uh, Luke, Craig, like out of curiosity, not not giving you shit or anything, why didn't you guys pick that up? It's, Was it just it got lost in the shuffle? It's the never-ending pile of shame for me. I'm still sitting with so much to play that I haven't really bought a lot of new stuff. And then something pops up out of the blue, like Monster Hunter. I'm thinking, see, from the end of January next year, I'm going to be playing Monster Hunter. So I, there's just <laughs> yeah. there's not enough time to be going and, and trying to play it. And, I don't know. I really enjoyed Yakuza. I really, really, really enjoyed it. But I think I can wait a wee while because I've still got Sleeping Dogs in my Pile of Shame folder. Oh, yeah. And that's... I want to play that as well. And it's just so much to play. By the time I pick up Kiwami, it'll be like 15 quid or something like that, or a tenner. And I'll be fine. I I mean, one one weird thing to let you behind the scene is that I was also telling everybody... This is a much shorter game than Yakuza Zero, and then when you look at the fact that you know Yakuza Zero, I think everyone got it here for sort of set slightly reduced price, and then Kiwami sort of came out as a, a cheap price. So it sort mm-hmm. of it basically set its own sticker, saying you are not getting anywhere near as much as you got from the last game if you pick this one up. Yeah, you know, that's that's sort of the message it seemed like it was sending, and even you know I'm. I'm not prepared to hang about for an extra half an hour of cinematics. Um, but what if what if he yells "Kuzer" <laughs> again? Well, if you send me a clip of that happening when you play it, Dave. Then All right, I will. I'll, I'll make sure I'll I video it for you. Okay, done. <laughs> um, what about your worst games you played for the podcast, guys? Or no, actually, so clip that out. Um, Mike, you said Wild Guns, right? Oh no, 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 I um. Wild Guns. There's a Wild Guns. Yeah. No, of course I heard Wild Guns. Yeah, you heard me. Okay, all right. I'm just making sure. So you, you, all you three heard. of us were. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm sorry. Okay. okay, so so worst game that you played for the podcast. I will give Luke a break on this one because Craig made me play some <laughs> god awful games this year. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. yes and uh-huh. while Luke made me finish Sonic 2 again. Hey, it's not that bad. No, no but it wasn't near as fun as we remembered. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. So, as I'm sure you will hear when the episode releases, uh, Craig made me play Cosmic Space Face. Cosmic, cosmic Space and Head. Just to, just to clear that face. up for people that are Googling space it. Space Face. Um, and that game... It was awful. I do believe the Devil's Pitchfork would be more fun to sit and spin on. It was awful. It was was everything I hate about European games. The only thing it was missing was Dizzy and published by Cygnosis. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, worst game of the year goes to Craig. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, Just to return the the stab, uh, (laughs) the worst game game that I've played this year, Dave, is probably, probably... I know it, I know. What? 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 No. What do you think it's going to be? No. It's not going to be Godzilla. Don't say Godzilla. No, I'm not going to say Godzilla. Okay, all right, fine. No, I can take no, everything no, no. by Godzilla. It, it was cotton. All right. Whoa! Whoa! Oh. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> cotton. All right, no, I can, I can accept that. I can accept it. We had a good discussion on the United into Schmucks. Totally fine. Hmm. So, come on, for a bit of self promotion, tell me a little bit more. What? Which games? 
did we do earlier in the year? Because I've got one lined up, but I'm not 100% sure it's the right one. I mean, I was sat out on California games, so I didn't get to enjoy that That's beauty. True. Um, um, I think... Let's see. We've been pretty solid for the most part until me and Craig took over. Yeah, there's <laughs> been a few dodgy games in I, a row. I'm, I'll maybe give you a little bit controversial, but I really didn't like Story of Thor. Oh, well, that's good, oh. because I didn't really like Yoshi's Island. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, hey, let's, I think we've cleared up those mysteries. <laughs> I can see where this is going. Let's not just blame each other. Let's not fall apart. Let's remain Oh, strong. that's great. No, 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 no. Craig, this is great, because I stabbed you in the back. You stabbed me in the back. And then those two go out. All right, so I think it's fair to say that we have uh, we've all picked duds this Failed year. To say we all hate and, each other, <laughs> and we're going to move forward hand in hand, kind of like that Smash Brothers commercial, mm-hmm. until things just go terribly, and then we start hitting each other for the awful games that we've picked. Let this be a lesson to you: don't ever pick a game for four people to play, ever. All right, so now that all the backstabbing and bludgeoning has gotten out of the way, mm-hmm. we're all friends again. I think you just kicked it off, Dave. It's not gone away. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you didn't have to play that game, okay? You didn't have to. It had the worst music I have ever heard in anything. And Craig will back me up on that one. Honestly, look, it's absolutely awful. It's totally awful. What about the soundtrack to Micro Machines, Craig? No, no, no. (laughs) See, I would would rather listen to... than listen to... And I think, Dave, did you... Right, this will come out in the episode, but there was a fantastic piece of research Dave did. He let his wife listen to the music from Cosmic Spacehead <laughs> for five minutes, and it was fine. And um, then, he, without asking for feedback, he put on the sound that happens when Link is running out of hearts. Just the constant beeping. Beep, 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 beep. And she said oh, she would no. rather listen to that than the music from Cosmic Spacehead. It's, it's awful. Yeah. That's bad. It, I am pretty oh, sure if it wasn't protected by the Geneva Convention, it would be a prosecutable <laughs> war crime. It is oh, absolutely God. terrible. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that, that's, the, that's the fun bit, because you European people, man, you guys know how to make a good Genesis soundtrack. Uh-huh. I mean, just take the C64 people, Europeans rock at that kind of stuff, and then you push that out. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... In case you haven't noticed, listening to us, we're all kind of big RPG fans. So I'd like to keep this a second category from Game of the Year. It's fine if it's the same game, but what is your RPG of the year? Ooh. And I realize that covers a very wide swath <clears throat> of things, but we both, we all generally like RPGs. I think it's pronounced swathe. It's a swath. I think it's a swathe. It's a, I will... I. It's Erpigas. It's okay, oh, best. I think I'm going to upset Dave by giving my choice here, so I'm going to wait on Dave's Dave's selection first. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder what it could be, Michael. I'm not going to surprise anybody that's listened to the episode that hasn't released by this point. So I'm going to start over again. Yep. <clears throat> I was going to say Final Fantasy VIII, but um, that isn't released yet. So somebody else go really quick. Huh. Yeah. That, that doesn't matter though. Everybody knows you're playing those yeah, games. Yeah, that's, that's not a good point. Uh okay. So 
I get... <laughs> that's, that's, that's I, I'm not sorry. I meant like that's, that's not, not and then dot dot dot. Yeah, good point. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, English isn't my first language. So yeah, I'm not going to surprise anybody that knows that I'm playing through all the Final Fantasy games. That Final Fantasy VIII is going to be my RPG of the year. I absolutely fell in love with that game all over again. And Triple Triad is still amazing. So you should probably drop what you're doing and go play it. I need to revisit that game. I think I was a bit harsh on it the first time through. Uh, uh, yeah, I will. Well, sadly, I can't join you for your Operation Sequel on it now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, then. Well, well, you threw me off there. That's not the one I, I was expecting to come from you. So my... My favorite one of the year, and I've played quite a few. I mean, I've played what, Final Fantasy 15, Final Fantasy Type 0, the HD version. I played Xenoblade. I played, I played a lot of stuff this year, but uh, the one I'm going to go for is Shiny Force 2, classic. And <laughs> I've, uh, I, I did get around to finishing it. Um, it, it was brilliant. It, it's one of those really bad things, though, where you sort of think. Did I ever finish that? This as a kid, and I wasn't sure until I got about two minutes away from the end credits, and I thought, "Oh, I remember this bit," but I didn't remember the previous ten hours to that. So it was, <laughs> it was a bit disappointing knowing it was the second time I completed the game. But but it was, it was lovely playing through it again. Um, how do you think Shining Force stacks up against the big hitters like um, <laughs> Fire Emblem? Still, <clears throat> well, very well, oddly. I, I was yeah, really okay. surprised. I thought, I thought, you know, it had a lot of variety. It was, it's definitely for me a better game than the first one. Uh, the music's not as good, but the music's good in its own way. Um, yeah, I thought, I, I just thought it was a, a class act. If this was a game that was on the Super Nintendo, it'd still be remembered as one of the all-time classics at this point. It's only that it's a Sega game, really, that I think you can hold it, hold it against it. Um, and even in that way, you know, Sega weren't that far behind, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, absolute classic and a pleasure to play again. And I spent ages on it. I spent every night for about two weeks at one point. Uh, and I did as much as I possibly could to the point where, uh, you know, I promoted late. They always say in, in the second game, try and promote as late as possible. I think I left it a little bit too late because I had like, Peter the Phoenix was basically destroying people in one hits, and it was, it was amazing. It was, it was just, uh, I don't know. I, you know, if I ever get around to Shining Force three, parts one, two, and three, there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna treasure them because finally it'll be a new experience there. But I'm in no rush, you know. The Shining Force games, they've all all been brilliant so far. So uh, happy, happy. Except Michael. for Shining Force Neo, I would disagree with you on that. Oh, I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that. I might, I might <laughs> I like delve into shi- Shining Wisdom. It. Maybe Shining Wisdom. I might have a quick look at that. Uh, okay. But yeah. All good. All happy. What was the question again? Uh, the best <laughs> RPG of the year. Uh, I don't think oh, I've really go. played any decent RPGs this year. Would you not count Horizon as an RPG? No, no, I'm only, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. There's a massive, there's like massive internet debate on whether both the Breath, Breath of the Wild and Horizon are RPGs. 
and in my limited knowledge of genre naming, I would probably say they both were. Uh, but I'm I'm totally struggling to pick between the two of them. Well, you have to. This is it. This is oh, zero right. Hour. This is just what, what zero the dawn. best RPG is. Uh, Zelda. I would say it was Breath of the Wild. I I I was struggling a lot not to say Zelda, and really, Final Fantasy VIII might be the only one I enjoyed RPG wise this year. Yeah. More than Zelda, and what my game of the year is going to be. Yeah. Um. I totally and utterly Breath of the Wild just blew me away in terms of RPG ness. And I said RGP-ness. No, I didn't say RGP-ness. God damn it. <laughs> Does the RG stand for really good? Yes. <laughs> Look, carry Real on. Girth penis. I, I know what yours is going to be. I've got a good... Uh, well, actually... Right, yes. so Dave considers yes. Dark Souls 3 as an RPG... I think I'm not sure I agree so Dark Souls 3 I won't spoil it but it's my game of the year uh, <laughs> however oh, come on! a lot of the um, a lot of my spare time this year this later half of the year has been spent playing board games with friends uh, as in physical board games, and it's been Nerd. great. I've found a whole new world. A whole new world. <laughs> I know, oh right? Um, so one thing I've been playing is D&D. I've first time playing it this year, and I really oh, enjoy wow. it. Congratulations, man. Yeah, thanks. But I picked up a game on the recommendation of, I think Dave recommended it originally, but from the guys that play D&D, and it is basically just D&D as a game and it's called divinity original sin it is absolutely amazing it's one of the best rpgs i've played i'm not even finished it but it's just it's excellent if you are looking for a solid rpg that's a bit like Baldur's gate a lot more depth a lot more quests it's a lot like DD then i'd really really recommend it and it's normally quite cheap digitally on the sales um and we can cut this, but Luke, after you've done that, check out Wasteland 2. Yeah, it just it's got announced for the Switch as well. Ooh. Oh, damn it. What is what is that? The old game system? <laughs> I would. Right, well, I'm a bit disappointed. I can't believe you guys managed to throw Zelda into the RPG category, but okay, I'll, I'll have to sit by my Shining Force there. Now, you know what? You know what? I, I consider Zelda an RPG only because there's a big focus on equipment this time giant focus on your equipment leveling your character up that that makes it an rpg whereas older zeldas i do not put in the rpgs open world action game you know this is going to turn into to visual novels conversation part two of what genre do things fall into i know yeah well i mean i i agree i i went for a strategy rpg that's not necessarily a, a pure rpg either so yeah, you know, I'm the only um, one that picked a pure RPG. Well, now Lu- Divinity is very old school RPG. So, yeah, so that, that. me and Luke are the only purists here, you heathens. <sighs> All right, so here's here's something that's uh, kind of interesting. What's the best visuals? Ooh. The darn purtiest thing you've done seen all year. <sighs> The darn purtiest thing I've seen all year is also what my game of the year oh, is. Oh, really? So what what will I do? 
Yeah. Well, you haven't played enough games. Right, the darn partiest thing I've played this year probably was Horizon. Because that landscape filled with robot dinosaurs really kind of tickled me in a primal sci-fi kind of way. And I know there's bits and bobs we could argue about with Horizon, but it is a pretty stunning looking game. It's just gorgeous. I no, I I will absolutely agree. Horizon, especially Aloy. The, I hate saying that name. Um, the work they did with her is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm with you 100%, Craig. Um, the, I think I said this to you in person, but this was the first game that I put into my PlayStation. That I was like, whoa, this is proper next gen. Like, just everything about it, like hair mechanics and just like the character models faces eyes everything was just phenomenal it's it's on another level it's just it looks great (laughs) uh what about you mike oh yeah i i played an hour of uh, horizon and yeah it looks it looks really nice but i I think there are a lot more visually appealing games that i played this year um i thought you know the, the demo of yakuza 6 really made me think, wow, Yakuza can be a completely next generation entry. Uh, although that was only the demo, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold judgment on that until next year when we get the full thing. But um I think Nintendo had it this year. I mean it was a toss up for me between you know Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild for what was the most visually amazing game. And Mario Mario it's like uh let me think of a way to break this down. So if you look at Mario 3D Land on the 3DS you played through the entire game there, and it it looked lovely. But there was one bit right at the very end when you finally get to Bowser at the end of it. Uh, you jump out of a cannon, you go up to like a rainy castle, and you run around the staircase up to the top where you, you finally finally fight him. And there's like you know like a lighting on the wall which you'd never see in any other part of the game. It looks absolutely amazing. You're thinking, how is this coming from a 3DS? And it feels like the new Odyssey game is doing that on pretty much a you know, every 15 seconds you're getting something like this. And it's absolutely amazing. There's little billboards in, in New New Donk City. I think that's the name. And there's like, oh, you're you just you're just amazed by how much is being thrown at you on the screen. But saying that, it's, it's absolutely amazing. That should be the top, but I think Breath of the Wild edges it. You know, for such a sparse environment in some cases, it's just like so, so well done. The little... I can't think of better grass. I can't think of better trees. I can't think of better mountains. I can't think of better horses. I can't think of better anything from that game. You know, the, all the character models, the in, incidental people you come across on the way, everything has a design to it, which is uniquely its own. And you could say some of it's ripped a little bit from something like the Wind Waker. And I did play Wind Waker again this year, but I think Breath of the Wild beats Wind Waker. And that's a, I'll, I'll that's agree. a high saying. So, yeah. Cell shading's come a long way from things like, you know, Killer Seven, uh, cell damage. That weird French, that weird French game. I can't remember the name, but Eleven, something like that. <laughs> you know, you've had a Kami, you've had Wind Waker, and this is this is the point where you know it's just taken it to the level where you go. There's not much more to do now, is there? It's it's absolutely stunning, and you know most of us have played it, and I'm pretty sure we're. We'll all have our opinions on how amazing that game is visually, but for me, that, that 
takes it quite easily. All right. I, I, I can totally accept that. I, I, I do see what you mean with Breath of the Wild. I don't think you can take cell shading that much farther than they did there. Like, I, that might be the best thing I've ever seen, cell shaded wise. And um, when you can trump Nino Cooney, which is an actual official Studio Ghibli production uh, in a way. See, I prefer Breath of the Wild to Nino Cooney. No, I, I know, but it, it dominates it. It absolutely dominates it. And that's coming from the, the top, one of the top animation companies of the world. It, uh, yeah, it, you, need, you need to get an Xbox <laughs> to play Zelda. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um so so uh selfishly i have kind of split this in two for me uh i think final fantasy 15 is still tops uh just in terms of how the way the characters look oh my gosh those nipples are so good no it, like 15 was okay 15 i kind of put in the same category as 14 for a long time of like, this is really good visuals, nothing really stunning, until I finally saw a summon. And once you see Shiva and Ifrit and Bahamut, oh my gosh, that is just fantastic. And so, yeah, uh, 15 wins my best looking, like that was the only game this year that made my jaw drop by how it looked. For 2D, Shantae, hands down, like everything in that game looks beautifully hand-drawn and animated way forward did an amazing job in terms of 2d visuals that i've seen this year that has completely surprised me because on the half the halfway through the year episode you were going to pick up an xbox and play cuphead and i was sure that you were going to say <sighs> cuphead just there and you didn't what i happened? am pretty sure if i played cuphead it would be on there because going after that fleischer style of animation that game looks the way I wish games looked when I was a kid. And it is absolutely fantastic. But I don't own it. I haven't completed it. I can't really... For all I know, they show all the best bits in the trailer. Dave, how how old were you when you were a kid, by the way? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> was it 1930s and 1940s animation? Based? Look, look, look. I grew up watching... The, those anim- I grew up with Three Stooges and Laurel Hardy and watching Fleischer Animation and old Warner Brothers, man. That's what I grew up with. I love those things. My Still. Fav- one of my favorite films as a kid was um, Way Out West, the Laurel and Hardy flick. It's so good. Hey, good man! It's so, so good. It's such a it's such a good film. If you've not seen it, I think it's on YouTube. Go and watch. We oh, oh, all the all their old stuff is on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, it it's all really. I still love all that old style of animation because you don't see that anymore. Like the whole rubbery arm thing that they used to do. You don't you don't see that anymore. Whereas you still see things that look like Looney Tunes and things that look like Tex Avery and things like that. All also a giant animation nerd. So I'll shut up. All right, now at the halfway point, <clears throat> Michael. You were looking forward to playing Persona 5 and Breath of the Wild. Would you uh, care to give us a status update? Uh, I have played and redeemed DLC content in Persona 5 to the approximation of an additional 45 minutes playthrough. (laughs) So, 
we are well on track <laughs> by this time next year. I expect myself to be about 24 hours through the 100-hour-plus experience. Out of curiosity, is it just that the daunting length of it that's stopping you from starting it? Or is it just other stuff that's got your interest more? It's it's in a way it's in a way the cases of it. So you know how Persona games they work as sets of months and you, you get through the game gradually. Um but in this it seems like they have cases where it's broken down to maybe like one or two months where you follow in a certain enemy or something like that. You know, there's a specific little story for that section of months. And once I finished the first full section, I felt like I knew how long the next bit was going to be straight away from there. I mean, it was, what, 22 hours to get through the first section. I thought, right, well, I'm next going to be able to put this down at 44 hours. Had I got 22 hours to spare? And I thought, I don't know if I want to play the game like that either. The last time I was very lucky because I had literally nothing to do. I'd come home from work and I'd sit there for six, seven hours straight playing what, Persona 3 and then Persona 4. Sounds like a plan. So this time... <sighs> I'd love it, but, you know, that's taking every single weekend for the next quite a few months. And and with Monster Hunter on the the horizon, I can't see it happening just yet. Yeah, uh, Monster Hunter is actually stopping me from starting a couple big games right now. But the the brilliant thing is, now you've brought up Breath of the Wild, I I can fill you in on information for that. So, 28 to 30 hours was the progress that i got through the wii u version i have since bought the game again along with a new system to play it on the switch i've now got on about eight nine hours into the game following the exact same track um the zora first i hope yeah yeah obviously yes zora first um and i just it's it's the thing where unfortunate circumstances mean i've not been able to play it as much as i wanted to I always have it in the Switch ready to go. But you know, a game's always blocking it. The second the second I'm about to settle down with Zelda, something else comes out and I mean like it was Mario Odyssey, now it's Neo. I'm all, all over the place at the moment, but once I get settled with that game, it, it will be a nice long thing. I I absolutely love what I play of it. It's not that I don't want to play the game, it's just setting aside the perfect time for it. And for a game like when you know a game's going to be that good, you want to treat it with the, you know, the respect it deserves. I guess. Um, I prefer oh. to blast through it and then ten years later go, guys, this is amazing. <laughs> um, so Michael, uh, seeing as how you have broke your six month resolution, I would say your punishment is to listen to Cosmic Space Face music for at least five minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Luke, <laughs> don't you laugh because you're coming up next. <laughs> Your six months resolution, sir, was to play Fractured But Whole. Like, you were looking forward to that. Uh, wasn't it to Platinum um, Overwatch? No, that, that was your action. But the, the game you were like, I totally want to play this was Fractured But Whole. Have you played um, it? I haven't. I'm sorry, sir. And And what is your reasoning before the court hands out punishment? Yeah, I just haven't bought it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is it at, well? I don't care. Is it out of uh, lack of interest, or is it more just I have too much? It's more I just have too much to do at the moment. Um, Craig met, reminded me of it this morning. I'm looking for a game where we to go on our Christmas break, 
So I'm going to have, what, I think nearly 10 days of time off. Wow, and I'm looking nice. For a game. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm looking for a game to finish. So I've started Dark Souls 3 again today, which is probably a bad thing, but I'm almost <laughs> nearly finished it again. So, um, Yeah, oh. I'm looking for a game, and the front runners at the moment are uh, Neo, Bloodborne, and the South Park game. So, which one of these sure is not like play. the other? I know, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. I will hand out provisional punishment. If you do not complete one of those games by the end of Christmas break, you must play Lego Worlds with Craig's daughter. <laughs> well, I'll be getting there, fractured but whole tomorrow, because that's going to be like 12 hours of joy. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, Craig. Yes. Uh, you are the next plaintiff. You you said that you would like to spend more time in Horizon yep. and everybody's golf. Yes. And I think that you have accomplished that goal. Yeah, I platinum the Horizon. Yep. And... Played a lot of everybody's golf. So everybody's you, golf. you you get no punishment. Thank you. Now I, on the other hand, will have to throw myself on the mercy of the court uh, because I said the game I really wanted to play next was Prey, and I forgot it actually released, <laughs> and I don't own it. <laughs> I haven't even watched the second trailer of it, so I, I I heartily apologize. And since I'm the judge, well. I'll spank myself later. I promise. Oh, <laughs> That's too much information. <laughs> <laughs> I so, think so. as your punishment, you should have oh, to finish God. Alex Kidd. Twice. Such good classic music. Holds up there with Mario, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is, a good, this is a good time to get into the resolutions. Uh, I personally had the resolution to platinum all three Mass Effect games. I did that, so this is good. Craig had the very vague, I just want to yep. platinum more games. Yes. And how many platinums have you achieved? I have upped my platinum count. I think at that time it was three or something, close to that, to 11. So more I'm... than one a month. I would say I would say I'm okay with that. All right, I will accept that. Okay. You have you are now a better human being for doing that. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike, but yours was the Shining Force series, Persona <laughs> and Zelda. So I don't know how I can punish you more than Cosmic Space. <laughs> I got Race. the Shining Force. I I did the Shining Force. There we go. Okay. All right. Well, I did the part of the Shining Force that I wanted done at that stage. Okay, all right, all right. So I will keep an eye. You're on probation, but all right. So fly straight. And Luke, Luke, <laughs> you pick the impossible task, sir, of platinuming Overwatch. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Uh, well, yeah, that was a bad one to pick, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, I did get so far into it. I nearly got. There was one. There's one trophy that if I could have got that, I could have got the rest, and that's the Zenyatta one, um, which I thought I got on a couple occasions, but allegedly it's quite temperamental, a bit popping. Um, I did increase my gameplay from I think I was two or three days played in total when I we did that last podcast to I've played it for 120 hours, so five days. 
<laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, just double checked. So I gave it a good shot. I'm sorry I didn't manage no, to achieve no, it. I'm a failure. You gave you gave it your best shot. Sometimes your best isn't good enough. And I will forgive the court forgives you because you tried. But Thanks, set more Dave. manageable I'm goals, man. More manageable <laughs> goals here. <laughs> okay. Uh so my for my next one I'm gonna platinum orcs versus uh whatever that game is. Oh, oh uh, orcs must die. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> Uh, All right, so this is the moment of truth, gentlemen. Now, as a reminder, in the six-month episode, Luke, you said Dark Souls 3 was your game of the year. Craig, you said Breath of the Wild was your game of the year. Mike, you said Persona. And I said Sleeping Dogs. Have yeah, what your was answers that, changed? Uh, Dave. I, like, I can't tell you how good Sleeping Dogs is. It's, it's really good, dude. Like it's really good. Um, it's a weird oddball curveball choice. It is, especially in the year that I played. You know, World of Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy Fifteen and all these games that I, I absolutely love. Um, Sleeping Dogs was the only one to leave a really lasting impression on me with its story. Okay. I don't have to tell you about Final Fantasy Fifteen story, Luke, but because it's shite. <laughs> Watch it. Um. Yeah, uh, like, ha- have you played it? No, I haven't. All right, I-, I I can recommend it, like, more so than I would, you know, most other games. It's just really good. And the story, <clears throat> if- um, it might be dampened a little bit because you've played Yakuza 0. They're both, you know, crime syndicate stories. Yeah. But this was before I played Yakuza 0. So this was, I think Yakuza 0 beats Sleeping Dogs now, but Sleeping Dogs is a lot of fun. I I think I've got it in my shame thing, and I I think it's (laughs) regularly. (laughs) It's all right. It's fine. It's regularly on sale, like for six or seven pounds on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. Um, So I I picked it up when it was on sale and just sat it down for a for a when I when I got a time to play. But we could play that next year as one of our monthly games or something. Yeah, I I think that might actually be fun. I could totally go through it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so let's see, who wants to go first? I'll go on, I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Um, so as you know, Persona 5, I'm roughly 22 hours into the game. <laughs> I, if I remember right, the reason I chose this was to counterpick against Zelda, because I didn't want to stack the Zeldas at the time. And... The thing is, I've not finished either game. <laughs> as, as the court is aware, <laughs> my sir. Opinions, my opinion is pretty much exactly the same. It it looks absolutely amazing. From what I played, it was set to be game of the year. And, you know, when you get games of that quality, you, you, you just... I don't want another Metal Gear situation where I finish it so soon. And, <clears throat> you know, it passed by me so quick. At the same time, I don't want spoilers either. And I'm still very fortunate to... Not got spoilers for either game, really. Um, I've heard one little thing about Zelda, but I don't know if that's you know. I've, in fact, I've seen a picture of something in Zelda, which is I, probably going to happen at some point. After we did the Breath of the Wild episode, you know, I I don't think that you can spoil much for Zelda. I mean, the story is your standard Zelda story, pretty much. So I mean, I, I don't some, think you I can think spoil some much. of the mechanics 
could be spoiled more yeah. than the story or anything else. Yeah, I can totally see that. Luke, will we leave Dave to last seen as he as the host? What's so the question? I don't know what the question is anymore. Your, your game of the year. Okay. Uh, it's Dark Souls 3 still. It's absolutely amazing. I've uh, I've finished it nearly three times and I can't stop playing it. I just love it. It's one of the best games I've ever played. I, I You know, I'm a little baffled <clears throat> by you, though. A little baffled, Why? Luke. Because you got four absolutely new ones to go through but you're just digging dark souls 3 that much huh yeah you know you said something really interesting to me and i asked you had you played the dlc and you said no i'm not playing any of the dlc until i've completely forgotten the games and then i'll go through them again yeah something new yeah i feel like that's what's kind of happening here plus there's something about a dark souls game so i started playing bloodborne and at the time, work was a bit stressful and I had other things going on in in life and I'd come home and play Bloodborne and just get stressed out and it wasn't helping. So Dark Souls 3 is the game that I know I like and I, I know everything that's going to happen so I don't get stressed out about it. Okay, you know I can I mean. understand. Yeah, it's a comfort game. Yeah. Which is odd just... to say about Dark Souls. <laughs> but I, yeah, I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I've started... I. I was saying to Craig before we podcasted, I started a cleric today and um, I got my ass handed to me completely, like straight away, just because it's not the sort of class that I would play normally. And then I said to Craig, either the class that I normally play, which is a knight, is completely overpowered or I'm very good at it. And I haven't figured out which one it is yet. I think it's overpowered. Knight knight is is the easier mode to go through. Yeah. Magic is, is rough. Yeah, yeah. But Although it's just amazing. Totally, just mix in some some pyromancies, some some cleric spells, some magic spells. You know, you know, go go full mage, go racing on their I suckers. Think, yeah, I think I'm gonna try a pyromancer next. All right, but uh, still your game of the year. That's good. That's good. Yep. Um, check now, out Craig Ree. Yes, nice. Thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. <laughs> um, uh, has my game changed? of the year. It has changed surprisingly. Um, from Breath of the Wild, was, really? Yeah, from Breath of the Wild, because because my game of the year is uh, oddly enough a VR game, which you might be familiar with, seeing as I've hounded you to play the demo. Um, and it's called Thumper, and it's absolutely mind-blowingly good i've been playing it for the past week and a bit now on a different account on my playstation just so i could hide from you and play it <laughs> uh, so now i can actually play it on my account and get some trophies it's it's like an on rails think guitar hero with one line an on rails rhythm based game where you have to just tap x at the right time and you also have to go around corners using x and left and right the mechanics are fairly simple, but what this game does to your head is absolutely unreal. You can play it without the VR. I don't know if it'd have quite the same effect, but inside that virtual reality space, this game is so oppressive and it, it's foreboding and it makes you feel like something horrible is going to happen to you. 
and all uh, you're just on a track and you're tapping away and the music's pounding and there's weird tentacle arms flailing and odd boss fights that come up that you just fight with you know your rhythm presses it's fiendishly difficult in the later levels like ultra twitchy amazing gaming and i like you take off the headset and you have to sit and i I went to bed after i played it for the first night and i just lay in bed and i was like oh my god something something's gonna ha- something's gonna go wrong it's her it's horrifically good and it's a small um developer that's made a developer a guy that used to work on guitar hero and that kind of thing it's not it's not a major developed game or a game from a major developer and i just i think it's truly fantastic there's great games out there and breath of the wild and horizon all that's wonderful games but this is gaming on a different kind of plane for me that just really playing now now i i I did play thumper again right before we recorded yeah and then i played some battlezone because but um Mm -hmm. All right, so Thumper makes you feel that way you feel when somebody's like, hey, come here, watch this video, and they show you a video, and you're like, something's going to pop out at the end, something's going to pop out at the end and scare the shit out of me, something's going to pop and nothing does, and then even when you walk away, you're like, all right, something's going to pop out of me, I know it's coming. Uh, yeah. it, it, it has a really good sense of foreboding, even though... Even with the visuals, there's not much there to get creeped out at. It's not like Resi 7, it's just... There's something about the atmosphere of that game that just fills you with a sense of dread. And that's very cool. Even down to the, the character model you play as a beetle, which is quite an inherently small thing. So you're and I think that even plays into it. It's quite clever because you feel tiny in this massive space of terror. It's like rhythm. I think it's actually described as like but, a rhythm-based horror game. Let, yeah, let but it be I, said, it's not overtly horror. There's just no, no, there's no scary images really. It's just ugh, something's gonna happen. Yeah. So like, um, a few nights now, I've I've just lay up. I can't I can't sleep with it because it's it's <laughs> now Craig, me. Did you ever do that thing where you lean over and under and you can see the underside of the track? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, all right. So, the, yeah, that's anyway. totally a good choice. I am a little, like, I'm baffled by it, too, because I don't know how that could top, like, Horizon Breath of the Wild. But, hey, if it clicks for you, man, that's great. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to change mine. I thought you just said Persona 5 was still your game of the year. No, no, it's not still. It's just oh. what it was before. Oh, <laughs> Shit. Well, go ahead. No, no, no. I'll edit it in in after. It's fine. No, you're not going to edit nothing in. Go ahead and go. Go, 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 go. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. Fine. So, uh, yeah, so I'll change mine over from Persona 5, and it's going to be Super Mario Odyssey. This is an absolute gem of a game on the Switch. There's another reason to own the system. There's already plenty of reasons to own the system, but yeah, this this possibly the crowning one besides Zelda, but we'll see when I've completed that one. Um, Mario Odyssey, it does everything. It's it's a little bit scrappy around the edges, but it's pretty much the Mario you wanted. It's an open world Mario within reason. There's so much to do, all the capturing stuff. There's so much stuff to spoil in the game. I, I don't even want to speak long on it just because there's so much that you want to explore yourself and you will explore it because you will buy this game and it is amazing. 
So there you go. Done. Sold. Um, yeah, <clears throat> Mike, um, you, like, over the last couple of weeks, have done more to sell me on Super Mario Odyssey than the trailers did. Even though, the, I mean, the trailers made it look good. Uh, one simple question, Mike. Is Toad in it? Yeah. Of course he is. All right, of then I sold. Is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> okay. As it comes to no surprise to people like Mike, oh, my game is Neo. I, I really like Sleeping Dogs, but Neo is everything I want in a game. I'm a sucker for Japanese history, which is like checkbox A. I really like cool monster design, which is checkbox B. I didn't know it, but I like playing as an Irishman. And that's checkbox C. <laughs> and <laughs> D, it has combat that makes Dark Souls look stale. And that is a... I wish there were blaring horns and banging drums that statement because I hold Dark Souls in some of the highest regard possible. But this game makes yeah. Dark Souls look old. It is faster than Bloodborne, has more technicality to it, in terms of the combat and it's a little bit better paced because it decides to go mission uh, structure. So you don't have to go through the same areas, killing the same monsters a couple of times. If you want to go search for old stuff, things like that. But yeah, like uh, with Luke, I hold from soft in very high regard, but this tops anything from soft has done. Tecmo Koei really nailed it. And when it when I first saw it, I thought it was going to be kind of like Lords of the Fallen or Bound by Flame or things like that, where it's, eh, it's a bit of a knockoff, but it'll probably still be fun, except for Bound by Flame, that's terrible. But in the end, this just completely vaulted over Souls. It's a monster, isn't it? It's it, an absolute monster. It is ridiculously good. You you've been talking about this for quite some time, and when. When I had a look at the friends list, thinking because I I, I I didn't want to spend the full money on it at launch, I checked all the people who played it, and no one who seems to own the game has got more than like one or two trophies just to show that they booted up the game the first time. And and I I just sat on it, and I thought it slowly disappeared. You know, I was waiting for the the other two big hitters of the year, so I sort of skipped over this until very recently when I grabbed it, but. You're absolutely right about it. It's an absolute monster of a game. And in a world where a lot of people are talking about a remake of Demon's Souls on the PS4, you're thinking, why don't these people just play Neo? Because I'm sure they're missing out by you know just keeping it on the shelves. It's, it's a game to play and play right away. I, I do know for a fact that a lot of... The, I am a bit at odds with the Souls community sometimes, but they... A lot of people don't like Neo in because it's. I think it's a little more difficult, and they don't like the stances. The stances are what throws people off. Even though you don't really need to ever switch stance, not not to beat it. So I I don't I don't. Although quite there know. is complexity to be found in. Oh, I, I think oh, yeah. there is complexity to be found in the stances, but we. We're not people to ask about that, I don't think. No, no, no. I, I, I monstered the whole game in either high stance, if it was a slow monster, or low stance, if it was a fast monster. I mean, it, it, that was all it was for me, and I platinumed it, like I said, in like a week. I mean, it was just... You ever get that feeling, like when you watch a movie or you read a book or 
play a game where it's like somebody made this for me. Yeah, I can't. Well, they, they, they didn't know. They didn't. <laughs> they knew. They knew. Tecmo Koei was sitting there, and they're like, "Look, there's this guy in New York. He buys every Dynasty Warriors game, right? Maybe we should make a good one for him. Let's make a good game for Dave." And I like to think they all gave a cheer and headed straight off to work. But yeah, um, but. The- but at the same time that they were doing that, they also decided, let's make brilliant music, let's make cool animation, great graphics, decent level designs, and some, some of the most crazy bosses you've ever seen. Yeah, that's oh, so, uh, so good. Um, I think they, they decided to appeal to more people than just you, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Luke, I can't wait for you to play this, because I'm really curious. Somebody who fell that much in love with Dark Souls 3, and like I did, like everybody did. I mean, Dark Souls 3 is amazing. I'm very curious to see what you think when you do get around to it. And yeah. you get to play as an Irishman. So. Yeah. That's a bonus. <laughs> is it really Sean is. Connery Irishman or the good <laughs> Irishman? <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's pretty good Irishman. I would say. The few times he speaks English. As a man who's drinking Guinness right now, I look forward to the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and and Craig. Uh, sorry, Craig. I'm I'm sorry. I don't think you would like it very much if you bounce off souls. We'll have to see how that goes. But I like, I, even now, I'm Mike, you, you need help. You need help. Come on, let's do it. Let's smash things. I'm still, even after all of the time I spent in it, I'd love to play it again. All right. So you have our games of the year. If you have any games of the year that you think we didn't talk about or mention in the upcoming honorable mentions, then let us know why you think that game is the best game this year out of so many absolute monsters that have come out. Like, we didn't even talk Wolfenstein 2. That game's really good, too. Like, there's so much that came out this year. So let us know, and you can get a hold of us on Facebook or Twitter or even Gmail if you want a nice long letter telling us why we're all wrong and terrible people. Or beautiful like Michael. (laughs) Or beautiful like Games Master Michael. Holy shit, guys. It's been 12 months. It has been 12 months of doing this. And I don't know about you guys, because uh, who cares about you guys? I've had a blast doing this. I don't care if anybody's even listening to this. This has been a lot of fun, and it's really um made me broaden my horizons. Yeah, it has been a lot of fun. And uh, thank you to anyone who does listen. It's well appreciated. Especially the guy in Japan who's, like, subscribed to every episode. I love you. Yeah. (laughs) We've got some weird, like, I'm pretty sure there's one guy in Uruguay. And (laughs) I don't know your name, sir or ma'am, but I would give you a fist bump if you showed up at my door after I got done screaming and crying and hiding in a corner. We're not stalking you, by the way. (laughs) No. Now, the man outside your window with binoculars is somebody else. All right. So. Honorable mentions, gentlemen. Since we're running long, let's keep this short. We're going to go in a circle. Just name the games that you would like people to take notice of. Who wants to start? Are we talking games that we've played this year or games that were released this year? Yeah. Yeah. Like games you've played this year that All right. you are honorable mentions. That's the very definition of honorable mention. But I didn't know in which context we were honorably mentioning. Oh. 
uh, whatever, whatever. I mean, I mean, don't be like uh, uh, Twilight Princess and uh, make sure you play. I'd like to say that I finally played uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, the definitive edition, and I thought that was a really good game. I thought it was a brilliant. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of reasons for wanting to play the Xbox One. Um, I I struggled to find them most times, but Ori in the Blind Forest it was a brilliant example. Great, great game, great graphics, great music. Everything's right about it. I suggest play it when you're playing it on Windows or Xbox. You can have fun. Um, other than that, let me see. Are we doing the circle? That's it. That's it. Just just name the name of the game. Then name the name of the game. I'm I'm happy with that. Oh, bloody hell. Um, apart from all the games that have been mentioned, so you got Horizon, Breath of the Wild, Yakuza 0, Final Fantasy 15, um, Transistor, finally around playing Transistor, it's fantastic. Um, that's pretty much it for me, and, and honourable mentions. There's a lot more. Hitman Season 1, fantastic. <laughs> and, I like that. This is too stressful. That's pretty this much too it, stressful. but there's a lot more. Oh, there are a lot more. There's a lot more. Um, but it's, it's tricky. It's tricky just saying the name of the game. Gravity Rush. I played Gravity Rush was fascinating this year, and I loved it. It's amazing, and no one else likes it. So Yeah, that is uh, really... Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, yeah, right. I'll go next. So, um, I don't think we've said that Poyo Poyo or Puyo Puyo Tetris is... I don't think we've said how good it is, so it is, it is amazing. One of the best games ever. Pick it up. Injustice 2, Horizon, Sonic Mania, and Divinity. Um, yeah, check them out. All good games. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep mine short and simple and say Uncharted 4, Disgaea 5, definitely play that, Dragon Quest Heroes 2, and um, eh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Rock of Ages 2. Oh, hang on. Oh, I'm good. If I get a few, oh, I only went for Ori. How about we throw in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Splatoon 2. <laughs> Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Splatoon 2. There you go. Oops, I missed mine. I missed That's my Oops, perfectly fine. I did it again. Shit, shit. Um, no. Or we can just leave it the way it is and show people that we're human and you guys all show no, up. No, I'm not. I'm not. Three quarters of, our, of us are human. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, this year has been absolutely fantastic, and I couldn't ask for a better group of friends, especially if Grim joins in on this. That'd be great. But thank you, gentlemen, for a wonderful year of trying something new that I never thought I would do. All right, so, gentlemen, wish everybody a happy new year. And say goodnight. Merry Christmas and all that as well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to us. If you do. If you don't, then. If you don't, thanks. then they won't hear the thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that occurred to me just as I said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ciao. See you next First time. day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me a brand new SCV. Second day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me two Terran wraiths and a brand-